0: Hi there, welcome to the n to z of Film Uh, I'm your co-host Rajiv Mishra I'm a professional in the film and television production industry in New Zealand And I'm your other co-host Andy James I'm a writer of Stuff and Things On this podcast we discuss uh, New Zealand director Their last New Zealand feature film And then their first foreign slash Hollywood feature film So
1: let's get going on this one Here we go
0: This is the n to z of Film With Andy and Rajiv
1: all right, so who, what and where and when are we talking about this week, Reginald? It's a
0: lot of uh, journalistic questions. Uh, so we're doing, we're doing um, Peter Jackson... Probably currently the most well-known New Zealand director yeah, in definitely the, the world.
1: Sort of the big kahuna internationally.
0: Yeah. So we're talking about um Creatures, an Oscar-nominated mm-hmm. film he did back in 1994. 1994, Oscar-nominated for Best Original Screenplay. Best Original Screenplay. Um, him and Fran Walsh. All right. um, and then his first uh, Hollywood film, which was actually made here. First, the first one of these in the series of podcasts that we're doing, which was filmed here, uh, the, the foreign film, uh, The Frighteners, uh, which was a big Hollywood Production. Filmed. Starring everyone's favorite time-traveling teen. Uh, Michael J. Fox. Yes. Uh, filmed here in Wellington and in Littleton in Christchurch.
1: Right. So let's start off then with Heavenly Creatures, shall we?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, so Heavenly Creatures, uh, based on a... True story. Series, true story. A grizzly murder of a, of a woman by her daughter as, and her as, friend.
1: As per the tagline, based on a true story that shocked a nation.
0: Shocked a nation. Yeah, yeah. Um, Pauline Parker and Juliet Hume were uh, teenagers. two teenagers in Christchurch in the 1950s <laughs> um, who uh, conspired to murder uh, Pauline's mother, who they felt was uh, holding them, back them apart from uh, being together. Yeah, whatever it is they thought they were going to be. Yes, they were crazy. <laughs> um, uh, interesting film. I remember when I first saw it; had never heard of this this crime. No, all. neither, actually. No, no was, understanding of it.
1: I, I guess it's kind of um, extended the life of the story mm. uh, of the crime quite a lot. Mm.
0: Um, yeah, it was It was interesting because I, I really felt like it was the first time I, th- I looked at New Zealand as a place that was kind of grimy.
1: Like, this is why possibly that shocked a nation. <laughs> yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. New Zealand never has sort of thought of itself as a place where... Murder takes place Or Certainly not some Like Very cold-blooded Or grizzly
0: Well d- well, gen- murder. general The general populace I mean I, There would be yes. police officers That would completely disagree With you I imagine Because yes, we've had plenty Of grizzly murders Over the years um, But But, but me, in a general sense But no. me definitely um, When I saw it when, As a teenager I would never Have really thought about it Too much I mean there were A couple of high-level high crimes But they are always Out there There's something Something different About going to a movie cinema And being pushed, Having that pushed In your face as opposed to hearing a peripheral bit of news on the. And it was also
1: in sort of the 1950s, when New Zealand yeah, was yeah, yeah. <laughs> still, uh, sort of in that infancy, infancy of Culture. being a, of being a nation. It's still part of, sort of the extended, still very much under the umbrella of Mother England at that point.
0: Yeah. Um, from from our very extensive understanding of New Zealand history, yeah. yes,
1: which is one hundred percent factually accurate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I'm saying. So it must be accurate because you're hearing
0: it. That's right.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's how that works.
0: Yeah. So d- it did. I mean, and Peter Jackson starts the film off with some amazing. An awesome uh, archive footage of Christchurch Gardens and whatnot, and then like you know, it's all it's all eerie, fair and nice, and New Zealand National Film Unit and documentary styles and, and newsreel, and then it's like bam, hard cut, blood-covered Blood. teenagers <laughs> screaming at the camera. It's awesome. That's a great. That's a great. That really a great shoves you into of, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really, really enjoyed that. In te- high intense. Uh, so those
1: cut. those two teenagers, uh, Kate Winslet as Juliet Hulme. Kate Winslet's, um, beginning of
0: her career. Yes, her and, first uh,
1: feature film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Young Melanie Linsky. Lynskey. No, Linsky, her, feature, her um, first feature film. Discovered in a New Plymouth school. Mm hmm. As a 15-year-old by uh, Fran Walsh and Peter Jackson.
0: By by uh, Initially by a teacher who was like, well, yes. this girl it was always is always missing assembly and going off to, I imagine, smoke by the bike. She I'm not sure what she was doing. But the teacher came along and was like, I know you're in assembly, but they're doing a casting. You should go along. And she got cast. Good thing she did. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, pretty, pretty intense character. A lot and of heavy lifting for this girl. <laughs> especially
1: for uh, someone who's 15 years old, she's obviously got that just wrought talent to, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, a, yeah, 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 yeah it's a complicated complex character mm. uh, Pauline
0: yeah yeah it's, it's interesting watching the film back because I hadn't seen it in a few years um and uh you know Kate Winslet was like considered this big actress overseas doing lots of big things well it's sort of yeah, uh, following
1: this and then her career qu- launched quite a lot and then of course Titanic Yeah, Titanic was like
0: two years later right it's interesting 1998 seven something like that um, sure why not um uh, and I, I really feel like she's not doing as much heavy lifting as Melindsky. I'm not. I'm not slating uh, her as an actress. She did a great job, and there's there's a, there's a great, It's a great performance. I just yeah, mean like
1: but no, the lead performance is
0: is definitely Mila Linsky, right? Like yeah. like like Juliet Hume's character sort of comes along as this sort of this this what is she? She's kind of like a this dream girl that comes from England Almost, and yeah. sort of turns up in the classroom, and and uh, pa- Pauline sort of ends up latching onto her. But 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 but. Um, and the- Juliet's it's kind of like flighty, like her whole thing is that she's like big on emotion and running around having these fantasy things, and she comes from a rich household and she's got horses and shit. <laughs> like it's kind of like it's kind of yeah. one note to a certain yeah. extent.
1: Well, they sort of they they very much put them at opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah, just yeah, yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah every way, yeah. quite obviously so. Mm. Pauline with her dark, frizzy hair and sort of looking almost, I I, I hate the term frumpy, but almost kind of very closed off. Yeah, yeah, very closed off. um, Juliet Hume comes in and she's, yes, this wonderful blonde, sort of traditionally attractive, I guess you could say. Mm, mm. Um, Wealthy family, Pauline's not such a wealthy family. Yeah, very much putting them at opposite ends. But then as Paul uh, Abdul uh, told us all, Opposites attract. Oh, I was like, where's that going? Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it also sounded like you said Paul Abdul. Who's this? Paul no, um, Paula. Um yeah, I, I really I watching Melanie Linsky, it's it's a, it's a great performance. You know, she's got she's she does a lot like with with just brooding looks. <laughs> you know, yeah. There's that scene where they're in the back of the bu- that bus going to the murder location Ooh. and she's just got this stare. <laughs> yeah, stare she's got that cold getaway. stare down. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> I really like that. I thought she uh I thought she was great in it. And she has this it's a really interesting the story's interesting, you know, it's with the fifties and it's they say it's like all the diary entries are real. And they have those weird things like where she had sex with a um dead character and like oh, ran yeah. off and had sex with him. Yeah. It's like it's weird and gross.
1: But and also strange. it's it's a very mm, not comfortable thing. No, it's it's
0: not Oh, it's very clearly not comfortable. It's interesting, Um, in Later in Life, uh, Juliet Hume, and we'll talk about the history later, but like she was like, yeah, it was not a lesbianic lesbionic, yeah. <laughs> relationship. It wasn't a, le- a sexual relationship. But in, in the very, film, it's very, very clearly so.
1: <laughs> yeah, they sort of push the I mean, it's uh, a very intense friendship into... Yeah, yeah. Sort of, yeah, they push it more towards the romance... Side yeah, yeah, of yeah. Uh, That I guess, yeah. But they
0: definitely have that scene where they're clearly having a sexual encounter in the yeah. bed. So it's just kind of explicit there as to whether it's in their minds, I don't know. It seems very explicitly there. Uh, but I do love, uh, I do love Peter Jackson's uh, pushing the boundary of that uh, of the Puritan New Zealand
1: yes. <laughs> psychiatrist
0: scene. Like we cut to yeah. him, a close up on the psychiatrist's mouth. He's talking to, uh, I think it's Pauline's parents. Yeah, um, about their daughter. And the problems she's having. And,
1: and the mental issues <gasps> of... Homosexual. Yes. <laughs> That's really great.
0: Great close-up of the mouth of the complete un... Oh. <laughs> they are very uneasy with the idea of it, you know, because as they would be. It's very funny. But they're hugely humorous. Uh, yes.
1: And, the, yeah, so it's it's a quite a dark tale overall, but there's with humor, that humor with and... With real dark humor in it. Yeah, with <laughs> that very black humor and the... Um, yeah. Those fantasy scenes, fantasy scenes. We could talk about the Richard. fantasy scenes. Phenomenal.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm one of my favourite ones is the much, much more understated sequence. Actually, um, I thought, I thought, I thought that they had done a um a CG map of this guy, the Awesome Wells sequence, where they're like yes. running, running away, and like Awesome Wells is there. It's not. It's a guy that looks a bit like Awesome Wells, <laughs> unless I could be wrong. If there's someone out there listening, I just looked at. I only, I'm, I'm only guessing. Cause I looked at pictures of the actor, and I was like, oh yeah, he does look kind of like. Orson Maybe Welles. it's
1: a CG guy that looks like Awesome Wells.
0: As well as the act actor. I don't know. Yeah, we'll maybe, it's
1: a, maybe the guy himself is entirely computer generated. But it's one of my
0: favorite sequences. Well, I mean, the actors, uh, he's a real guy. I just said I looked him up on the internet. He's an actor. Yeah, but he could be computer generated. Oh, in real life? Yeah. <laughs> Weird. Maybe. Um, Who knows? But that is one of my hero bits. Um, but, you know, Weta, we should talk about Weta. I mean, this is where Weta had its beginnings, essentially, the digital this was side kind of, of
1: things. And this would have put them on the map internationally. Yeah, in yeah. In a big way, even, yeah, pre Lord of the Rings and everything. Yeah, it's, it's it's
0: really interesting watching the documentary. I mean, if anyone out there is interested in computer graphic stuff, it's it's funny uh, seeing, like, the one monitor. It looks like an Amstrad or something, and it's a big CRT, and it's beige, and it's like, that's how they started. And see, I think they said by the end of it they had, like, 30 or almost. Something a, a, a much larger number than one, but when they started, they had one. They had like one Silicon Graphics machine. Right. <laughs> they... I will
1: uh, nod and smile, <laughs> like I understand what that was you were talking but it's about. Very old school looking oh, right. computer. Yes,
0: okay. good. Very old school looking computer, the like something you'd see and from the nineties. Floppy disk Yeah, yeah, and you'd go, oh, they did that, and then, you know, and some of the effects don't really hold up. Um, but you know, it was the beginning of stuff. But it's then still there's good. Also
1: lots of practical effects. And but the, I,
0: I say they don't hold up, but they do because they're they're fantasy. They're not nothing's photoreal it's all like no, this crazy not striving thing. sort of yeah, yeah, for yeah.
1: that really
0: yeah 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 it's 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 it's, fun. it's funny the first time you see it. actually you read a review on the IMDB that was real pissed with all the um all the special effects fantasy work you're like trust peter jackson to take a really good crime story and make it into this stupid fantasy i was like well what 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 would this film be without that
1: I think that yeah, that it sort of gives it a little something more, but it's there was a really nice balance between the yeah. The true drama, or whatever you will, if you will, of the of the film, and then the fantasy sequences, and they feed into one another. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're not
0: they're, just they're superfluous. No, of course not. I mean, they're 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 based on the fact that they created are using, a whole world. Yeah, they're using the diary entries. Like that's what the film is based. On, as opposed to like there've been theatre, there have been plays and other things written about the story, but Peter Jackson and Fran Walsh were like using these diary entries as their. Is there crux in the story? And using
1: those fantasy sequences as a way to get into the
0: minds—yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah—quite yeah. literally into their imagination mm. and to try and sort of, I don't know, contextualise that.
0: Yeah, I, I just think I just think without that, well, this is this is not a very interesting story. I mean, it's, it's still interesting. They killed a, they kill a story, woman, but, but yeah, but <laughs> it's
1: it's a different facet. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's 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 a it's a um, it's a really great tool. For getting, we just talked about that. It's a really great tool for getting into their mind. Um, uh, but other than that, there's practic- really good practical effect work yeah. too. We won't forget about that. I mean, the, these clay. Uh, for people, those people that haven't seen the film, they, 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 these two girls imagine this kingdom that they've invented, um, a fantasy world, and in it there's a Borovnia and I'm just it, trying to remember a, the name of it, B-Borovnia. yeah. And uh, in it there's there's a castle, and there's dancing, and there's all these. The royal family are a big a big deal to these girls. Uh, and they have the sequence where, like, because they make them out of plasticine in the real world. Yep. And then, and the, so in, the, in, the, in this fantasy world, they're like these life size sort of, plasticine figures. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're really, they're really phenomenal. They're great, great work, latex or whatever it is, and they're dancing around and yeah. they're moving around and their mouths that move. So they're kind of horror, horror, <laughs> horrific, and yeah, yeah, it's good.
1: Yeah, Pete. I think the balance between all the various sort of elements of it works really well mm. there's the balance of yeah the dark humor and the fantasy sequences and the actual drama and the the relationship of these girls and it, it all works really really well and i think yeah 100 launched peter jackson as a filmmaker internationally
0: yeah 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 it's it's uh
1: well, nominated for an oscar so that's oscar. kind of like
0: I guess away from the cult People knew him around the world From those previous movies But they were more it's cultish harsh, yeah, Sort of yeah.
1: Splatter <laughs>
0: I remember we, we, when we watched We watched uh, Bad Taste as The first film that, The Aliens <laughs> It's, it's phenomenal New Zealand New Zealand people for their burgers or whatever it is um, and I remember we watched it in film school and there was like American guys, some exchange, she did something in the back that was all like, and that's the guy you gave Lord of the Rings to? It's <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, that's the guy Yeah, 100% <laughs> yeah, It's fantastic um, shall, we, shall we go on to the next film? Yes, so,
1: well, so launching Peter Jackson internationally, his first international film was the Michael J. Fox starring The Frighteners uh, which I still distinctly remember the first time hearing about the Frighteners and whatever this was was ads and comic books. Was it? I just remember seeing the. Oh, the awesome. big One page. The white skull ad for it with the white skull coming uh, through the. Uh, funny. Coming through the page. The white page. <laughs> <laughs> Frighteners. And you knew it was a New Zealand film. I didn't have no idea what it was. Oh, that's funny. So I, I don't know why, but that. Images yeah, burned yeah, yeah. into my brain oh, From kid. reading old X-Men comics in the <laughs> 90s
0: <laughs> Funny, that's awesome Yeah, I, um, I went and saw that At the, the, uh, the Magnificent Regal Embassy Theatre In Wellington with my cousin uh, Who was visiting from Australia And my other cousin who was in New Zealand. They're both sort of not, not nearly as film geeky as me And uh, I think they were both impressed afterwards And I was like, you know, that was made here <laughs>
1: Yeah, But I still, I, I,
0: I remember the news stories Around the time it was being made here
1: Because it was a there's Michael J. Foxes in town, and, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, McBride and no one who Chee McBride was in New Zealand, yeah, no,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, it was J. kind Fox. of
1: a, it was still a, and it was one of the first almost sort of international productions being made here. well uh, uh, in
0: modern, I don't know about that. What if sort of they to go? No, 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 no. In the in the eighties and nineties, we had all those co-pros and the tech shuttle films. Tommy Lee Jones came and made a film here back in the day, so. The, no. the, the, the,
1: okay, I'm just making stuff up. Then
0: you're not as much of a, a, a film nerd about Tell you what, ridiculous no, that's 100% True. <laughs> no, no, no that's said not. it. There were lots of films made here in the past.
1: Um, well, yeah, but I just I don't know. I I guess just because I was more aware of it being made here. It was the in be- the time when it was being made because I before this was sort of the first film of my life that was a big
0: international production in New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. Previously it, I wouldn't have been aware of these no, it was Tommy Lee the, Jones films. No, no, but but you're you're right. I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to I'm not trying to say no. No, I wrong. guess that's just it's, that's
1: that's where my personal recollection of it comes from
0: yeah no but but it was the beginning of a new era like it was the yep. first time where films would be made here where the heads of departments were new zealand people there was a different thing you know those there's, there's other films came here in the 80s and stuff and they were all like bringing their their crew with them there was like yeah they were like american films made here as opposed to a film made with new zealanders i mean of course there were new zealanders on them it would be stupid not to use them but this was like a different thing peter jackson and his team were being the calling the shots right they were that was the thing and that was, that's the beginning of Weta and the beginning of Lord of the Rings and everything else that comes here. So that's, that's the beginnings of it. They laid the seeds for it, King Kong and whatnot. Um, it was, uh, was well-known. I remember this, being real excited about this. I don't really care anymore about being like when I was a little film nerd watching it going, this is the first film that has the most special effects, more, more special effects in it than, uh, than Jurassic Park.
1: Wow! <laughs> like I think uh, it had I had like that.
0: five hundred as opposed to three hundred, something like that. It was some some number that just was probably more been
1: blown out of the water by now.
0: Oh yeah, I mean the m- yeah. movies now are just completely CGI sequences. Um <laughs> yeah.
1: but uh, so any, so well. Uh, should we talk about the story of yeah. the film? sorry, story perhaps story we, of the film. Yeah, so it's just it's uh, Michael J. Fox stars as um, A paranormal investigator. Yeah, he's Ghost a bit buster, of a. Perhaps? I think a paranormal investigator, but okay. he's a bit of a charlatan.
0: Yeah, yeah, kind of.
1: Um, up until. <laughs> ghosts start actually doing stuff he can st- he can see ghosts
0: he uses the ghosts uh he, to his own advantage his in buddies. the past yeah, yeah 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 to to like set up hauntings and then go bust them and get money for it but then but then
1: there is a ghost that starts killing mm-hmm. people and are the ghosts? Do the ghosts die?
0: Yeah, I remember. I remember work? being real confused I when I when I was a kid and I first watched it, and I was like, "Oh, the ghost has a scythe, and like, oh, he he like crushes people's hearts and through their chests, and then they die. But he can also use the scythe on other ghosts, yeah. <laughs> and send their souls Very to weird. hell or something. Because it's because there's um, it's only mentioned real briefly when when um. The runny, the 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 dude that has the gnomes in his yard. I forgot the character's name. I'm no, sorry. Played by Peter Dobson. He's a good actor. Um, he dies in the course of the film, and uh, his wife, played by Trinidad Al- Alvarado, becomes. Uh, Michael J. Fox's co-star, but his character, the one that dies, uh, it comes along to Michael J. Fox says he's, he's Michael J. Fox has been a charlatan and like used their house as a haunting to get money out of them. But he comes and finds Michael J. Fox and is like you can see me, you can actually see ghosts. And he's like, yeah. And he said a, there's a throwaway line. where he's like, in about a year there'll be an you'll get another chance to see the light. The tunnel of light will come down. You should take it to go up to heaven. So you know the, the, the So these and are ghosts the that are, show. These are these are ghosts that are stuck on Earth because they've missed their tunnel to the heavens, for whatever reason that may be. So there's so there's a there's a weird Who knew getting to heaven was like catching a bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It comes back in a year's time. But so there's a weird thing where like, you know, oh, Man, getting...
1: there's no routes <laughs> to heaven for <laughs> yeah, like no, twenty you, years. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Five come at once.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Exactly. So you've gotta you've gotta you've, got you've got to take that into account. So that's why the ghost that is killing the other ghost that that's why that works, even though it's really weird. Very <laughs> strange. But it's very
1: crazy, creepy spooky grim reaper
0: it's so good sort of this thing. film is so good i i i've read a lot of a lot of reviews and people that don't like it i guess they just can't get behind the humor and the horror of it i just i love it it's, so much <laughs> yeah it is
1: balancing a weird tone and yeah, yeah. like it's so it's got this sort of charlatan character michael j fox and he's kind of like almost like a lovable rogue, yeah. He's like I he's guess, like a
0: Marlowe-esque character. Like he's yeah, kind of like and then trying to make this money. From...
1: Really amazing, creepy, Grim Reaper kind of character, killing people. And then there's the FBI agent who's Milton Damers. Who's <laughs> um, insane and like is over the top. Crazy. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's all of this weird mix of tones and and things going on. Yeah, yeah, Which I yeah, guess yeah. is sort of why um, some people don't.
0: Yeah, I, I sort of mentioned that to my wife because she loves it too, and she was like, people don't like this film. I was like, yeah, I was reading a lot of reviews online because just, just in preparation, all the massive amounts of preparation I'm doing for this podcast, just to see what people weeks think of it. Weeks and weeks of preparation. <laughs> weeks of preparation for um, a film, and, yeah. <laughs> and people don't. The Little people don't. I don't get it. Um, it is a it's it is a weird mix, um, and I like it for that. It, it, go, it does veer from... Really, quite creepy. Like it's never. I'd never say it was like super scary, but it's really quite creepy. Uh, into the realms of like splatter comedy, you know, like over yeah. the top pratfalls and stuff, and, and crude sex jokes. Like there's a there's John Aston, famous for playing um, the father in Anna's Family Gomez, the father. Uh, he played Gomez. Is that the father? Yeah. That's the father. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he he's in the film and he plays a um, he plays like a the hanging sheriff. Is the sheriff? That sheriff character is yeah, such yeah, a cool yeah. character. And he like has that. this scene where like he goes there there's a scene where it's sitting like a museum and there's like a mummy and he goes off and like enters oh, yes, the mummy's tomb and like has sex with the mummy's corpse. It's just like ah so so crude. it's
1: so very crude. <laughs>
0: it's so good. I like it a lot. Um and but then it also has those moments where it's like the backstory is that the main the main killer the 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 ghost that's killing the other ghosts um, is
1: actually a dead serial a killer. Dead
0: serial killer played by the amazing Jake Busey and his amazing teeth, crazy face, um, crazy face Jake Busey, uh, and his backstory is creepy as all get out. You know, like yep. it's just like, you know, they've got these flashbacks to him like killing folk in this this uh, hospital, and uh, he's got the crazy face on. He's f- frightening he's so frightening and then he's frightening as a ghost too you know like he's a frightening ghost so it's get. more
1: it really should have just been called the Frightener the Frightener one yeah. one,
0: one Frightener
1: but then his, his his lady friend is also
0: yeah the the, the woman he takes on his wing that people say it was influenced because she was a young girl like in the in the past she actually is bad she's actually a bad so they're both bad, the
1: Frighteners bad egg. the frighteners
0: and she's great. Who she is the g-
1: frighteners? Great performance. Is it Michael J. Fox? Is it his ghosts? His ghost buddies that frighten people? Are they the frighteners? Is uh, that their gang?
0: D. Wallace Stone, right? That's her. Is that D. Wallace Stone? Is the the woman that plays? Sure, why not? Uh, Jake cs good
1: um, prep. We're done. Um, <laughs> what?
0: Uh, girlfriend. Um, she she is great. I remember being um completely and utterly fooled by that as a kid. Um,
1: yeah, and it's. Yeah, that that's the turn tw- is We're, quite...
0: Yeah, we've, we've ruined the film. Once again, we've ruined the film again. So, But
1: if you're listening to a film podcast, why haven't you watched the why film? Why haven't you watched the film you've watched the yeah. film?
0: Um, yeah, the heel, the, the, the turn is great because, you know, we, we start off the film and she is a uh, locked up in her house with her mother and you think that she's yeah. being abused by her mother and, you know, like, we, we feel for her. And it is revealed, like, she's kind of the, the big deal behind everything. Like, she's the murderer. Like, she's gone out and she's killed folk uh, with the ghost of Jake Busey's character, you know, like that, that, was, that was the big twist. And she's scary. She's crazy yeah. scary, you know. Like she's frightening. Her, um so they are the frighteners. Okay, we've
1: solved that. <laughs> yeah. Her and Jake Busey are the frighteners. Are the frighteners.
0: Ma- Linsky is in this film in a very brief role. She plays one of the deputies, uh, along with Anthony Ray Parker, who is a large African-American man, who some people might remember as a, a large African
1: American man in The Matrix
0: yeah. <laughs> um, uh, on the on the ship. Uh, another film that has a couple of New Zealand actors in it. Yay, New Zealanders in other movies. Um, yeah, um, but in New Zealand in pop culture reference, uh, he was uh, I think he was like the driver, maybe Butler. I'm not entirely sure what his what his real deal was uh, to uh, reality TV slash commercial infomercial. Uh, Queen, Queen uh, Suzanne Paul here yeah. in New Zealand, famous for selling uh, vibrating cushions to the New Zealand public. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is a weird <laughs> sidetrack yeah, for sorry. this film. Sorry, yeah, Eddie Parker. I just excited when I was like, I remember when I was watching the film, I'm like, oh, that's Eddie Parker And Melaninsky's there too. You know, she's yeah. one of the she's one of the deputies. But she I don't think she even gets any lines, which is sad. But she went off and did do quite well in Hollywood. She did right for us Yeah.
1: Well, and so. Interestingly enough, we've got another through line sort of with these films in that they're both about killers. Um, we've got the... lovely The lovely Parker, bones as well. Um, you know, they're killing Pauline Parker's mother and then uh, the story of a serial killer. And so it's... It, yeah, and it does seem to be something that interests Peter Jackson mm. Um, mm. because... Mm outside of his big lord of the rings King Kong films yes you've got um the lovely bones um and the his involvement uh, with the west memphis 3 oh yes um
0: he clearly loves murderers. well just
1: uh, it seems that he has some sort of uh
0: what well, is very very clearly interest. got a fascination with the the dark the the dark side the of the humanity. darker side yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is missing from uh, the Hobbit and stuff. I mean, it's in there, but I really, really want him to get back to something like this. I love these films. I um, there's, there's. I was just saying before we started recording, there's one, there's one shot in the Frighteners. It's another, not a big special effects shot or anything. It's just the uh, the mother of uh of 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 the the girl. That's the the girlfriend of Jake Busey, serial killer. Um, she's pushing Trini Alvarado out of the house. Trini Alvarado's come to check up on her. Thinks that she's being abused by her mother, and you know she's pushing her out close about to close the door turns to the camera and the camera just tracks in pushes into her as she says her line she's like i can have her locked up anytime you know it was cold-blooded murder and the music just like <laughs> crescendos and it's just like push in and i feel like there wasn't a lightning bolt but there should have been a lightning bolt you know it's just like and it's that sort of stuff <laughs> dun, that dun, dun, that I... dun, dun. and that's like it just seemed i was just watching it with my wife and i was just like that's 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 Peter Jackson, man. I love that shit. I really. Want well, there does seem, yeah, there Some seems more of that.
1: there does seem to have been. Um, you can sort of separate Peter Jackson's career almost from pre Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah. Post Lord of the Rings. Post Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Um, the Hobbit. I mean, what, what, what do you mean? What's post Lord of the Rings? The Hobbit. Post Lord of the Rings, you have King Kong. Right. Uh, As producer involvement in Tintin. Right, the Lovely right, right. Bones.
0: But these are all still big films. He's he's gone away from the small horror. Yeah, influence films.
1: Oh, you you see some of that coming through with, um, like in Lord of the Rings. You know, you've got the host of Ghost Army and mm-hmm. maybe they're the frighteners. Yeah, okay. The frighteners we'll, we'll, all stop, along. we'll stop okay. that. Okay. We'll stop that. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, The people want to know. People want to know. <laughs> yeah, they. Um, he does have that. They're in there. It's it's in there. I just I just mean I want I want one that's purely that. You know? Yeah, you know? I think.
1: Yeah, more. Just something smaller. <laughs>
0: just something smaller. <laughs> A A more With those guys. With yeah. those guys now. I liked your first album. I don't like your yeah. new album. Sorry, we, don't, we shouldn't be those guys. I
1: like all of his early funny stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I just really, it just feels joyful. I really like that. I love the freshness, and you know, I really enjoy it beginning to end. Um, my favorite has got to be uh, Jeffrey Coombs' uh, Milton Dammers, man. <laughs> Milton Dammers a is so good Unhinged So good Performance almost Oh, so you've got, you've got this you, It's sitting in front of you You've got this director's cut So I, we watched that too And there are a couple of scenes in there That I necessarily didn't add But there's one scene where Milton Dammers it That I'm pretty sure isn't in the theatrical cut Where, you know, he um, Michael J. Fox has been sedated by Trini Alvarado's character So he can like Traveling Travel into the the ghost realm, <laughs> uh, and she and he's Milton Dammers has come along because he's like I want to I want to sure make sure Michael J Fox's character dies, and he's taken Trini Alvarado to a cemetery, and he sort of has this weird amazing confrontation with her where he he can't handle her he can't handle woman yelling at him, so he likes to jump out of the car because she's yelling at him, and he he rips open his. Shirt to reveal his chest, and it's covered, covered in yeah, crazy cult crazy tattoos. Cult tattoos. And such. Now that that was in the theatrical cut, but there's one, there's one thing where he mentions that he was like the sex slave of of the Manson cult, which I'm pretty sure is not in the director's in the theatrical release. I can't speak to that 100 percent because it's the, been a long time. It was well a really the big surprise movie. to me. I was like, oh, that seems. I think that's 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 a bit much for a regular <laughs> race. Like I was their sex slave, and I was like, ooh. So it's just it just like it just it shows how how grim and dirty Jackson can go, and him and Van Walsh they were helped out can go with that stuff that you know yeah. you can take it back a little bit for a theatrical release but it comes back in the dark. I just funny because I thought I felt like it kind of didn't match that that seemed too grim you know because the Manson family were a real thing and there's nothing about sex in this film so it's kind of weird. <laughs> so it was a weird a weird aside but. And I don't think it matches with Peter's stuff. I mean, it's it's only a throwaway line, but he doesn't really do sex in his songs so much, huh? It's not well, Heaven really the
1: Creatures. There's...
0: Oh, sorry. I was yeah. completely refuting what I just yeah. talked about. <laughs> so I'm really not paying attention to what I'm saying. Ah, <laughs> uh, Okay, okay, Yep. good. Yeah, so. <laughs> uh, anything else about the Frighters?
1: Well, I just, yeah. It, it, it's interesting, like when people talk about Peter Jackson's, Peter Jackson's early... Films, they Don't do tend about. to talk about Bad Taste and Brain Dead or Dead Alive. Yeah, like yeah. It's weird the it. name of the, one of them. I think it, it is forgotten. Sense. I think it's a yeah, forgotten film. a little bit. And I, it's fun. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, like yeah.
1: it is a crazy blast. It's a good time at the movies. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I like I like Chee McBride. Going on about the characters, I, like, I love Chee McBride in it. it his black African American ghost from the seventies, like, or whatever. It's the yeah, ap- the African American Apparition Coalition, the A.W.A.C. <laughs> it's like all that but sort of
1: stuff. But this film is yeah, it's actually kind of got quite a lot of really fun characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you kind of want to just hang out with it. You want to like yeah, Michael J. Fox and his
0: ghost buddies. They're they're a good time. They're a good time at the movies, yeah. But it does it does have that serious through sight, you know. Like his 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 backstory is that he was a successful architect, and then he had this car crash and killed his wife, played by uh, Shorten Streets. I've forgotten the name of the actress. Totally forgotten I'm the name sorry. To apologies to that actress. Good, but then, good job. I thought she did a good job. On um,
1: and then you can see fire. the dead people.
0: Yeah, yeah, but 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 I mean, like his through point is that, and then you know we we come back to that, you know, because his wife was actually killed by. The ghost, you yes. know, like that was the thing. That it wasn't it wasn't him. He was felt bad for it, I and mean, he can't remember what happened in the crash. But he ends up remembering that she was actually murdered by these ghosts after the car crash. Um, and uh, uh, we come back to it. Like the whole thing was that he they had an argument over the fact that he wanted a basketball court and she wanted a garden in the car in the in the house that he was building. And then end up driving away and having this accident. And then later on, Tony Alvarado's like after he's, after Michael J. Fox's character has been arrested, she goes to his house to investigate. And he's got a garden there. Garden, yeah. And you, you know, you, you, the camera tilts up and it was the, where the, the bus, the basket hoop's still there, you know, so that's a, that's a beautiful image. Oh, I really got me. I was just like, oh, there's some nice moments of nice poignant drama in the middle of this crazy slap, slapstick horror yeah, comedy. Book. and
1: yeah, so those moments managed to shine through. Like, it's not just a, Special effects Extravaganza it's, Yeah The effects are there And he's certainly pushing What can be done mm. Especially with the resu- Resources that I guess Were then to hand Yeah 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 Do they yeah, have yeah, yeah. more than one Computer At screen the end. to work on At the end Yeah 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 No
0: yeah no, by, by this time <laughs> I think They had like They had a suite This is this is the beginning Of Rhinos You know it's all there yeah.
1: now. Yeah so it's And But yeah those effects Aren't overwhelming anything I...
0: In service of the story Exactly Mm-mm Good time, good times sure. had by all. Uh, Michael J. Fox the beginnings of his onset of his Parkinson's during the filming of this, wasn't it? So um, I didn't notice it. People, people, I've, I was reading comments out. Uh, people, you know, you can see, you can see it. And there's There's questions I think someone said there's a, one of the one of the one of the ghosts is like, what's what's wrong, Michael? Why are you shaking or whatever it is? And it's just like, because he's got Parkinson's. But I didn't notice. it I think he nope. it was disguising it. it. Seemed fine. Didn't see it.
1: Any uh, personal stories you have for this episode, Rajiv? Personal uh, stories Peter about Jackson, Peter or? Jackson?
0: No, I don't have any stories about Peter. Shot by Al Boll. Uh Yes, New Zealand cinematographer Alan Bollinger. Alan Bollinger. Any Bollinger.
1: stories about meeting him?
0: I have a story about meeting Alan Bollinger. <laughs>
1: there we go. It's time for Rajiv's story time. He's a great. He's
0: a great. He's a great. Uh, great cameraman. Um, pe- people out there that may not know who Alan Bollinger is. He's he's one of our finest cinematographers. He's Would great. you almost call
1: him the New Zealand's own Richard? Deakins Richard Deacons.
0: Roger oh, Deakins Roger Deakins Oh big call he's, he's really good I mean I think a lot of New Zealanders like Arzogas, Michael Searans And the Street Dryberg Or gone off to Hollywood And dumb things he, He's kind of stayed here Alan Bollinger Which is interesting I think mainly because he wants to He's um What is he 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 also shot Um Heavenly Creatures He did shoot Heavenly Creatures He's um He's he's good. Uh, he's kind of one of those uh, old school sort of guys. Uh, my, my story is I was working with uh, Galien Preston, who she gave me my first break. I was a production runner on a documentary she was making. Um, she's one of the probably the most famous one of the one of the most famous musical film f- 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 directors and most prominent female directors. Uh, and uh, I was asked to I, I had to meet. I had to go to her house and. Me her there and I was driving her somewhere and we were going to film something. And uh, Al Ball, who wasn't who wasn't filming this production, it was a documentary, he wasn't filming it, but he's friends with Gaylene. Uh, he turned up, you know, and I was, I was out of film school so I knew who Al Baller was and I was like, you know, and once again, I'm star-struck. I'm starstrucker. You're not supposed to do that. We're not supposed to. And I just kept my cool. I was like, yeah, cool. On bowl just hey elbow, how's it what going? Up? What's up, Bowl? And uh, he turned up, and he was just—he was coming by because he was out fishing, and he'd got a bunch of white bait, and he was like dropping off the white bait that he'd caught for Galen and he had no shoes on. It was great. I already—that was my main thing. It was like, oh, there's Albo he has got no shoes on, and he's got white bait. Right awesome. on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He seemed like a cool dude. He was a cool dude. He's a rad dude. Yeah. Cool.
1: Um, I think I said it. Are we good? I think so. Well, um, we'll just say, uh, I guess thanks again for listening. Possible listeners, uh,
0: I think people are going to think I'm a dick. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I I don't mean if we do get listeners and write comments about whether you want me to tell my stupid stories about meeting people. We I'm enjoy sorry.
1: the stories, Rajiv. Me and you
0: in this one room together, sure. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't have any stories. Okay. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's that's been our Peter Jackson episode. Um, so in depth so in depth into his career and life uh, hey look if you want to get in depth into the career and life of Peter Jackson read the book there's an actual book there's you can, it's yes, a bunch of books yeah, sure yeah. do that okay. otherwise you can find me on the twitter at Andy James
0: underscore Inc, inc with a K and I'm Raj Film R-A-J-E-E-V and the word film uh, on twitter
1: All Right. Good night. see ya